Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Imaginary Movie Podcast, where we watch TV show. My name's David, and we are delving into yet more childhood. Absolutely batshit insane cartoons allegedly <laughs> for children. Yeah, I have no idea what happens in this episode. I watched it. I have no idea what happens or what the storyline is at all. Uh, no. I'm Joe, and the brave are always the first to die. Right, Dave? <laughs> uh, yes, a very poignant thing to say, especially now, Joe. Um, it is true. I would argue that it's uh, what's what's the word? It's, it's the closest to the danger that you usually die, but it's more of a ge- <laughs> geographical thing. Hey, I mean, it, Ma- Magneto said it, not me. That's I mean, true. I did just say it, but I'm quoting Magneto. So this week, for some unknown reason that only could be answered in a thing, I mean, f- fifteen episode arc sh- involving sh- 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 different realities and shifting perceptions and alter egos and familial relationships across the stars, we watched an episode of X Men, the animated series. No, you, I hear you asking, and no, we did not watch the first episode because that would be silly. This is also, can we just take a moment here? We'll get into the episode in a sec. This is the hardest series to just watch an episode. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Can I also point out that you were the one who suggested this? So I don't know the reasons for suggesting it, but it was your choice. I, I re- so this is the X Men cartoon from the nineties. Uh, I know there is, but there's, I think there's been another one, but I, I could be wrong on that. I think there has. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the X Men cartoon that was kind of like around the same time as the Spider Man animated series. So like, mm-hmm. this is real. This is really where like. You know, I lived in the 90s as the X-Men cartoon. And I was always obsessed with the X-Men cartoon because it, you could never watch things in order like you can now. When we, especially no, when you were you kids just, and you don't have all you, the TV yeah. time. And the yeah. X-Men animated series, as opposed to the Spider-Man animated series or the Batman animated series, where the episodes are fairly episodic. Um, so like, oh, it's we're fighting Rhino this week or we're fighting the Joker this week, etc. Mm-hmm. The X-Men animated series kind of runs as one continuous plot like the entire run of the cartoon uh every episode connects to the next episode and the last episode so like it was impossible to follow as a kid but that kind of made it even more engaging if that makes sense because you had no idea what was going on but it's very exciting you don't care when you're a kid really you're just like there's, there's fighting going on there's exciting things happening there's lots of noise and Bad guy dies or bad guy loses. And that's all you're like interested in, really, as a kid. Whereas, like now, you look at it and like literally, we were looking for the best episode of this, and like the top like ten episodes are all like part four of five, part six yeah. of six, part three of three, and it's just like, why are there like six episodes in a storyline? Well, they're not. There's not true. They were all one storyline. I was reading the exactly. Production. That's what I mean. Yeah. I was reading some of the production. It was something that the the people who made it really, and I'll get the names up in a minute. I'm sure uh, they were really keen to like, like maintain that. So I'm mm-hmm. not a big comic book guy, and if any if you listen to any of our podcasts, you know that uh, like if anyone listens to this, we would get a lot of emails about how we frequently make <laughs> mistakes. Um, I think you and Sam Constant. spent an entire episode on on a on a sharp referring to the characters oh, by entirely the wrong names. Uh, we did get. We uh, did. To be we, fair, we to be literally. Fair, we do that. We do that on a regular basis in every single episode. We literally did get a tweet do. about that. So anyway, yes. but we'll get loads. Can, of can I? Can I? Can I? I would just like to point out we never remember the character names in anything we watch. That no, isn't just true. dead. It's very very it's, true. It's, um, yes, but the X Men is kind of built for that to be even more difficult than comic books, especially like unless you're into comic books. And I'm into like 
comic book material but not necessarily in a comic book if that makes sense like i like <laughs> i like the cartoons and i like some of the marvel films and things but i'm not i'm not going to pick I, up a comic I, book i enjoy the idea of comic books <laughs> yeah, yeah i have exactly. no interest in actually like going and picking them up and reading them and I, I like the idea um, which great, puts but... us in a very like large bubble of people who don't understand comic book nerds but the x-men animated series is I think much more so than Spider-Man or Batman, which we've mentioned, and, and other sort of like, you know, I'm sure the Superman cartoon, anyway, um, and other stuff. Like, it Probably. very much is quite true to the comics, um, which is sort of like parroted later on in, you know, the, that run of X-Men films, like, use quite a lot of the same plots that this series used, because the series takes it for directly from the comic books as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it makes it very difficult to follow, because there's a lot of, like time travel there's a lot of like alternate dimension stuff there's a there's a lot of like mm-hmm. paradoxical like weren't you dead three minutes ago even in this episode mm-hmm. to be honest yeah and uh, so i don't know that we've actually mentioned but the, the episode we actually finally settled on which was like apparently like the 412th best episode but it was like the only one that isn't like as part of a series of other episodes um was series uh, season one episode 13 uh, the final decision um, Which aired in so 1993, I believe. It did. Uh, I have a a summary here, if you would like a plot summary. I would love one. Um, because I was confused from watching it, so it's quite nice to actually read what it's meant to be. So, Senator Kelly has been abducted by Magneto and given the facts about Magneto's goal of superiority of mutants over humans, the X-Men beliefs of peaceful coexistence between both races and the Sentinel's plans of global domination and must make a decision of his future plans in politics based on this information. Basically, it's confusing as fuck. But what it it is, Joe, is to connect it back to the films, which, again, I'm not sure. I'm sure you've seen the first three anyway. I've I've, I've seen some of them. In the very first X-Men film, Magneto kidnaps a senator, like... To turn him into a mutant, I think, which is a bit different to this, but like I guess, kind of probably from the same. It's core. fairly similar, isn't it? Um, yeah. And there's a there's a film, a whole film, Days of Future Past, uh, which I think is the one with Peter Dinklage in it. Um, it's with all the young people with um, oh, yes, Fassbender and Fassbender and uh, James McAvoy um, as as the t- t- two main characters. Uh, Days of Future Past that has Sentinels in it. So, like, these robots that they make to fight um, mutants. So, like, Mm -hmm. again, we're drawing from the same well in a lot of these things, and it honestly helped me understand this episode a little little bit better. Well, yeah. it's um, But, I mean, my thing with this um, episode, really, and I think you were exactly the same, was, like, it's just so confusing. I mean, I'm, you know, I like to think I understand what's going on around me. I'm not stupid. And yet I watched this and I was like, who's the bad guy here? Because Magneto starts off as the bad guy because he kidnaps the senator first, but then has the senator kidnapped away from him. And and then then you're set by the Sentinels and the main Sentinel guy um, is, is just like, yeah, I don't know, trying to computer brains inside it's a classic joe i'm going to create a machine to quote unquote protect humanity oh no oh my it's immediately gone rogue and misunderstood Mm -hmm. what it's programmed for so you've got these layers (laughs) where you've got magneto's a bad guy 
but kind of like an anti-hero in a lot of ways where mm-hmm. he's like he's the bad guy he's committing terrorism and like kidnapping and murdering and torturing people but he's not like the ultimate bad guy you know he's sometimes mates with them in a very comic booky way which he is kind of at the end of this because exactly, he ends up fighting yeah. so the main the main sentinel is called master mold apparently great name um, solid name yeah Solid name, scary guy, pretty indestructible until he. That's isn't. the main sentinel, though, not the guy who made the sentinels, because we do see him no. as well, don't we? Yeah, but so it's, like it's the, main the sentinels, sentinels are a to... peacekeeping robot. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, <laughs> here's looking at you in ten years' time. He's a peacekeeper. They're peacekeeping robots that they're making to control the mutants who are a problem. Big political thing. Like actually, this is quite a an in depth like political thing in x-men mm-hmm. and in this kids cartoon which aired on saturday mornings all over the place um <laughs> so he's made these robots this guy's made these robots to like not kill all the mutants or anything like that just to sort of like something that can take can, can control like them police them Great. yeah like almost police so them. yeah the sentinels then immediately decide that they're evil i don't know why there's this big control sentinel unit um who and they could just like 3d printing That's more sentinels um in a I bigger that, sentinel, uh, uh, it's very confusing. I mean, it is a bigger sentinel guess, that like is three D yeah. printing other small yeah. sentinels. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess that like the problem is that like humans are imperfect. Like is always a thing, and that only by making them computers can they make them perfect or make them infallible. Almost, yeah. you know, that, that old, that old chestnut sort of a thing. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I look forward to happening to, to it happen in real life, but you know, like. No, real life is just much more depressing, Joe, and we're not going to let it intrude on this podcast. Um, But you have the X Men. I was going to make a joke about it being like sex robots instead of like. Oh, they're they're coming. Sex robots are coming, and they will be policing all of us, Joe. Um, Every everyone's genetic material on file because sex robot because you sign a clause with Google's sex robot. Anyway, (laughs) that's a different podcast. Um, That would be awkward. Super awkward. That would be awkward. (laughs) <laughs> hey Google, look up blah blah blah. Um, so you got this thing where the X Men, the X Men are trying to rescue the Senator because obviously the mm-hmm. X Men, and we do have this a lot in X Men generally, uh, of like the X Men don't want mutants to be painted as like the bad guy, and it's like this big thing where they're trying to sort of like make mutants they're like the acceptable face of mutants. They're like we're mm-hmm. going to stop other mutants and other bad guys so that people don't yeah. basically it's... like put mutants in camps. There's some real, yeah. there's some real. Holocaust like things going on in this. It's basically keeping the balance, isn't it? It's like where humans and mutants can live together peacefully, sort of a thing. And then you've got some mutants that think mutants should be superior, and then you've probably, I assume, got hum- some humans who think humans should be superior. And yeah, exactly. So you've got like yeah, Magneto's you know. at one end where he thinks yeah. mutants should be in charge because they're the best. Uh, yeah. Professor Xavier thinks that they can all live together, and and all the X Men kind of fall into his thing. Yeah. And then you've got. Like your militant humans who are like basically racists who are basically like we must kill all mutants because they're different. Mm-hmm. And also, I guess it would be a bit out of fear as well because they're stronger, more powerful. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have that power, so therefore, like something I I don't know, quick, like you know, kill them, sort of a thing. Yeah. So that's that's um, effectively where and the X Men are like in the middle, trying to keep the balance effectively. So when these like big big ass robots come and try and. You know, put computerized brains inside Senator Kelly. They're kind of like, it's pretty much not cool, guys. You know, um, <laughs> it's, it's not cool. Yeah. So, like, obviously, <laughs> so Magneto kidnaps this guy. 
he gets kidnapped from Magneto by the Sentinels, and then the Sentinels are like, right, well, we're going to turn him into a cyborg. Like, we're going to turn all the people into cyborgs. And they're like, um, maybe this is a bigger issue. Um, and then <laughs> the, basically it ends up with, like, Magneto and the X-Men teaming up to take down these Sentinels, possibly. Although, from my <laughs> recollection, these Sentinels are in, like, every episode of this series from here on out. Yeah, um, and I'm pretty sure, like, even though Master Mold, like, gets blown up at the end or something. Something happens to him anyway. I'm assuming he isn't dead. Master Mold will be back. Yeah, they're um, like a big recurring um, recurring enemy. It's a, Like I said, it's kind of a weird, heady memory, hazy memory of the X-Men, the animated series. Um, because it also because it's only twenty minutes, which that's a that is a long story to tell in twenty minutes. Like <laughs> they have made two hour films with this exact same plot, and like they have. it's yeah. very it's a it's a very overstuffed twenty minutes. It is, yeah, and that's probably why it needed like that. It probably explains a bit why there's like six part episodes and things like that because this could probably have done with being two or three episodes long to kind of like explain a little bit more what was going on. I kind of feel as though like. The last fifteen minutes of this is just like them fighting effectively at wherever the Sentinels have taken Senator Kelly. Um, it's like some form of like mountain volcano thing, mine, something. Yeah, um, some kind of like your typical bad guy hideout, really. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. kind of by rote. What did you think of the animation in this, Joe? Um, which is something we sort of talk about when we did we do talk about <laughs> an animation, the actual I style. I don't think it's too bad, actually. Yeah, I mean, I must say, like, it wasn't. It's not really a show that I have that much much nostalgia for. Like, uh, you know, I never watched this as a kid. Obviously, I've, I've seen episodes of it because, again, it was always on. So, like, you know, when you were waiting for something else to come on, or again, it wasn't like with Netflix now, where you can just put something you want on. Like, you were kind of beholden to whatever was on the TV at the time. So, like, if this was on and there was nothing else I liked, then I would have watched the odd episode. But I never watched it religiously. Um, I was never really that into the X-Men. I have seen some of the films. I couldn't tell you which ones or how many. Um, but I've seen a couple of them uh, at the fine. Um, but yeah, I think the animation's pretty cool. Um, for, for the early 90s anyway, it doesn't look too bad. I mean, on a scale of the animation that we've done, it like, you, you know, um, we, we know which is the worst. The animated series is by far... <laughs> The steaming pile of yeah, it's all right, isn't it? Pile. In a very kind of in a very like silver age of comics kind of way, where it's very mm-hmm. bright. All of the characters kind of have like a model. Like Wolverine's the big example of like, um, mm-hmm. you know, we've got the big the big yellow um, like skin tight outfit with the blue fins mm-hmm. on the shoulders and the sort of like weird mask. You know, it's 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 very like that and. Um, you know, very of its era in terms of the animation. I agree, Joe. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's particularly great either. It's no, it's, it's not, very it's not much breaking. an animated comic book. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in a similar way to like uh, Spider-Man, the animated series is, where we would say mm-hmm. that maybe the Batman one was a bit more thoughtfully animated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the um, the other ones that we've done that are animated because we've done a few animated shows now, haven't we? A couple. At least. We have. We did, episode, we did an episode of Pokemon. We did Spider-Man the animated series. Yes. Um, we've done. Did we do an episode of Futurama? Or you might not have been there for that one. I don't think I was on that one. We've, we've done. We've done American Dad um, and stuff like that. As and well I feel like Sam and I did Disenchantment. Like was one of the very first ones we did. You possibly. Um, yeah. So it's quite. I mean, from this from that. this area, I guess the one that you'd compare it with would be Spider-Man. 
Um, and it, I mean, it looks very similar to Spider-Man, to be, to be perfectly honest. I wouldn't say it's any better or worse than either than that, to be honest. I would say it's, it's very much of a similar kind of... Um, but that is that is a, a cartoon that I have seen more of. So <laughs> more of about that one. Yeah, like I said, so, this is always something I like, was love to watch. But I think um, my mum was much more like... There are some things she could watch and be like, ah, like, she did, apparently... <laughs> Uh, when, when we were kids, if Pokemon was on, she would just sit there and be like, what is going... She just didn't understand it at all. She couldn't watch it. And I think this, is on, that, this is on that level of, like, I don't understand anything that's happening, and it seems... I mean, I can understand well. that now, having seen this episode. Like, I don't know what's going <laughs> well, on. Well, <laughs> well, Joe, well, I know that the dads are away. This is kind of like the anti-dad podcast this week. Um, but I've been babysitting quite a lot lately for my nieces and nephews. And you know what? <laughs> There absolutely is a line for kids' TV of like, I need to be able to understand what's going on just a tiny amount, or my brain will leak out of my nose. Um, <laughs> but but I don't know whether I don't know where this would fall on that, you know. I mean, um, maybe this isn't. Like, I, I mean, we, we just went with what IMDb said was like the top ranked episode that wasn't a six parter. Um, so maybe there were other episodes. I mean, maybe we should have started with the pilot. But I think we said no to that basically because it's a two parter. So we were like. Do we want to watch two? two, two Do we want to watch X-Men? thirty-seven minutes of, of television of, of, of X-Men, the animated series from nineteen ninety-three? Uh, not really, if we can help it. To be perfectly honest, um, so we went for the top-ranked um, twenty-five-minute episode, and yeah, it's very confusing. They pack an awful lot into a twenty-five minutes. To be fair to them. Um, I'd say they do a good job. But then on the other side, again, we aren't the target audience for this. And I would probably say if you were a kid, you would probably still enjoy this because, again, the story isn't really important. I don't know. I don't know if kids are enjoying this now, Joe. I think. I don't know about I would now, argue. But, but, I would argue. What I mean, we are the target audience, but 20 years ago. Yeah, but what I'm saying like, is, like, if, if, if we were, like, back, back when this was first on, I think you probably would have enjoyed this because it's basically just like you're not really bothered about the story are you yeah. you're bothered about like you want to see the x-men making stupid jokes like they do and you want to see them beat the bad guy and that's what happens like it you don't need to, you know now we're probably over analyzing what it's meant to be by quite a long way <laughs> well it's like any tv joke it's meant to be entertaining and it is. My, my thought would be that a a sort of like a seven or eight or nine year old now would watch this and be like this looks like shit Oh, the animation going would be on. dreadful now, yeah. Because Don't like, they're not used to they're now. used to watching the stuff that's yeah. you know, computer animated rather than hand drawn like this, so it's gonna be much, much more smooth, um and <clears> much sharper and oh, yeah. a bit more kids kids nowadays would hate this. Spoiled like they're this, spoiled Joe. I know, God. I mean I would have loved Netflix back then. God. Not having to watch adverts. I'd have watched so much more TV. It would have been fantastic. I know, it'd be great. And so much more of what you actually wanted to watch as well. <laughs> Instead of having to like, well, I guess I'll watch this because nothing else is on. Exactly. Which Whatever's was... on on your Saturday morning is what you're watching and that's that. Yeah, exactly. You can't mm. change. You know, no alternative. Anyway, um, let's not beat the arse out of this, Joe. We've uh, we've had um, wandered down uh, memory One thing lane. I was just going to mention about this was the interesting thing about the theme tune, which you did a nice little interpretation of right at the start. <laughs> um, so there is... I'm um, expecting my uh, nomination from the Academy any day now. I don't know. You might want to be careful because there's a lawsuit out against, um, against Fox um, and Disney um, for the theme tune because apparently there was a Hungarian TV show called Linda. Um, that had a very similar theme tune to this. Now, we've listened to it, and the similarities, it's definitely very similar. Um, it's It's got a similar, like, theme, like, na-na-na-na-na-na, mm-hmm. but, like, uh-huh. 
it's much more folksy. It's a mm-hmm. bit slower. The sting at the end is different. All of these mm-hmm. sound like they might be musical terms, but I'm not actually sure I'm really <laughs> out of my depth here. Um, I mean, anyone in any doubt should refer back to my uh, wonderful rendition at the beginning of the episode. But, like, it's similar in terms of, in my mind, in, in Judge Corner right here, in, like, should these people be paid, I think Disney should just give them a little bit of shut up and go away money because it's Disney and they own everything. Uh, but, <laughs> really, I'm not sure that this is, like, out-and-out out plagiarism um, as much as, like... You know how, how much of something could you sort of like take and use it to inspire your thing without it being theft? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But on the flip side of that, you know, like I'd imagine this nineteen um, eighties Hungarian TV show called Linda, which is an action TV show, apparently probably hasn't made the guy that much money. So you'd be looking at it and going, "Give me money, please." You know. Yeah. You I mean, again. Disney can afford it, so yeah, oh, yeah, know. Fox and them, yeah, yeah, they've got money. They, it's Queen fine. Just pay them. Just pay these poor <laughs> yeah, people off, and they'll they'll go away. They'll go away. So yeah, but yeah, I think uh, that's pretty much this episode delved into as much as we can we can delve really. Yeah, I mean, part of me really wants to sit down and watch like the entire series so I understand what's going on, but at the same time, I tried last year, and some of it is really like this is so boring. Or like, wow, we've we done this 14 times in this episode. Like, it's There's an episode where they go to the beach and then it turns out to be like a mutant labour camp that they all get arrested and put wow. into. And that happens Jesus. a lot. And then they have to kind of bust out and it's like... X-Men concentration camps? I'm not, I'm not signing up for that. There's a lot of concentration camp stuff in, in the X-Men generally. I mean, like anyone who's seen the films... Uh, the more modern films would be aware of like the whole sort of Magneto's a, a Holocaust survivor aspect of it. So it's certainly like a again, it's really interesting, um, sort of life inspiring art in that way. But like, is it for a Saturday morning cartoon? Uh... I mean, even the even the title for this episode is the final decision. Um, know. You know, which is very much allusions to like Nazi Germany there. Um, oh yeah. And so, yeah. like, it's quite, it's quite a lot for what ultimately was targeted at. To be fair, we were probably a bit young to be watching it. Probably targeted at like twelve or thirteen year olds, really. Mm-hmm. Um, That's know. probably kind of the audience they were looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, the people who actually watched it were about eight or nine years old, which is, is yeah. usually the case. I mean, it was always on Cartoon Network and things. Was it Cartoon Network? Something like that. It was always on there on like mornings and things. So yeah, there were like Saturday morning shows that used to show like three or four hours of cartoons, and it would always be on mm-hmm. there. But as usual in the UK, we kind of like got things when we got them. <laughs> it's still the case now, to be fair. Somewhat, yeah. Fuck, fuck you, Paramount. Give us Star Trek. <laughs> Don't take Star Trek away from me. It's all I have. <laughs> it's literally all he has. Um, he has nothing. Um, but no, I think I think the uh, I think I think we're very much entering into the the end of the golden age of being able to stream something without being like an absolute mm-hmm. poverty, Joe. Um, I know. But we'll, I'm yeah. sure we'll have a whole episode dedicated to that when it happens fully. Yeah, we'll have a Star Trek Star Trek Remembrance uh, episode because we'll never do an episode ever again until it comes back. <laughs> I told you, there's, like, one. there's like three new Star Treks out this year. I'm fairly sure we're going back to that well. Hey, rule, <laughs> rule, rule number one, Dave. We don't pay for anything. Apart exactly, from that one Joe. time we did, and it was Pinky Joe don't pay for Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs>
That's Apart the from that time, it was we did, and it was Pinky in the brain for some reason. Who knows? <laughs> Ten pence well spent. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we've diverted from the point. Uh, this was a fine episode of television, which I absolutely do not recommend anyone goes and watches. No. <laughs> Unless you really, really want to. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. All right, y'all. See you later.